I speak to you this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Today I want us to look at the first couple of verses from our epistle lesson, uh, Paul writing to the Colossians, verses uh, 6 and 7. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. The Apostle Paul uses several metaphors in these verses for believers, telling the believers to walk in Him, to be rooted like a plant, to be built up like a building. Each of these metaphors has a specific and profound point for Christian living. First, he says, as you received Christ Jesus, walk in Him. As you received Christ Jesus, so walk in Him. Friends, Paul is writing about new life in Christ. God's call to us, to you and to me as his people, is that we might receive Christ Jesus, that we might take him into our hearts. See, the Colossians had not merely received the doctrines of Christ, they had received Christ himself, the person of Jesus. See, brothers and sisters, Christianity is not ultimately rooting, rooted in in teachings or doctrines, though these are important. Friends, our faith is rooted in the person of Jesus Christ himself and in his life, death, and resurrection. The verb received in this verse in the Greek means more than just the moment that the Holy Spirit moves us to ask Christ into our hearts. The word received describes the actual transmitting and safeguarding of traditions and teachings and the whole of the gospel from one person to another, from one generation to another. To receive this means to receive the whole of it. We are receiving the entire proclamation of the gospel itself. We are receiving the teachings and confessions of the faith. We are receiving the good news of Jesus Christ, his life, death, and resurrection. And yes, ultimately, friends, we are receiving Jesus Christ himself into our hearts. To receive Jesus and to walk in him becomes a present reality for us as believers. Paul goes on to encourage the believers to be rooted and built up in him and established in the faith. Each of these metaphors has something significant to teach us. First, we are called to be rooted in Christ. Just as plants draw nourishment and life from the soil through their roots, so we as believers are called to draw life-giving strength through Christ. He is the source of who we are. He is the root. To be rooted means to be established deeply and 
firmly. It is the base or the source of who we are. As many of you know, uh, my wife has been down at Camp St. Christopher for the past couple of weeks serving as the camp nurse. And uh, a lot of the duties that she does around the house I have been called upon to do. And by <laughs> a lot of the duties, I mean everything. <laughs> and, uh, and she came home, they came home yesterday for a party and she was pleased that the house was in one piece. Uh, she was pleased that the dishes were washed, the bed was made, the laundry was folded. But when she looked outside at her plants, it was not pretty. Uh, their roots had suffered mightily uh, because of a lack of water getting to them from the surface. Uh, it has uh, not made it to the top of my priority list to water the plants and to water the flowers. And uh, they have not done terribly well. Their roots are suffering and because their roots are suffering, the whole plant is suffering. It doesn't help uh, that we live in a place where the average temperature in the summer is like 167 degrees. <laughs> but the roots are suffering. See friends, when we receive Christ, we become rooted in Him. His life becomes the source of our lives, just like the water becomes the source of the plant's life. The nutrients in the soil come up through the roots to nourish and make the plant healthy and whole. So then, number one, we are called, brothers and sisters, to be rooted in Christ Jesus, in His person. He calls us to relationship with Him. That is to be our root. Second, believers are called to be built up in Him. Uh, this word of built up is a present tense verb. It describes an ongoing and continuous action. It's not something that just happened once. It's something that continues to happen, to continue to be built up in the Lord. Just like a plant that is rooted once and for all, but continues to grow and prosper based on the soil and the water and the sun, our building, if you will, though it be set on a solid foundation, has to continue to be built up and cared for in order to remain strong. I remember when we had to redo the floors in this sanctuary two years ago, all of the work that had to be done, we literally took out the pews, took everything out, and tore up the floors and went all the way down to the dirt. It was crazy. You could stand in these doorways and look, and it was just a dirt hole in the ground. Everything had to be pulled out in order for the foundation of these floors to be set right. See, we have to get the foundation right. The foundation is like the roots. Unless the foundation is right, everything else eventually will fall. We had to redo everything that lies underneath these floors. We had to dig out the crawl space. We had to put in a moisture barrier. We had to re-pour foundational footings, and we had to redo all of the subfloor. It's kind of interesting that in that entire project, the actual floors themselves and the carpet runner, in some ways, were the easiest part of the project, the part that we see every day. It was a lot of work, but now our structure is solid. Our structure is reliable. This 
building is on a firm foundation. It has been built up for the next several generations of members of St. John's. See, friends, when we receive Christ into our lives, you and me, our structure becomes solid and reliable. Our roots are firm. Even though life's circumstances shift and change, Jesus Christ is the sure foundation for you, for me, for his church, and for the world. Jesus is trustworthy and true. His love for us is unwavering and unchanging. We can rely on his steadfastness. There is a great prayer in our prayer book that probably most of you have not heard. It's uh, part of our Compline service, and that's not a service we do here at St. John's, but it's a service that we do at Camp St. Christopher. Uh, the root word for Compline, C-O-M-P-L-I-N-E, is the same as complete. It's the last service of the day, even after evening prayer, the service before you go to bed. And uh, there's a prayer in that service that I love, and I think it speaks to what we're talking about, about foundations and about firmness. And I'm going to read that prayer to you now. Uh, that prayer goes, Be present, O merciful God. And again, it's a prayer for the end of the day, so it talks about the nighttime. Be present, O merciful God, and protect us through the hours of this night, so that we who are wearied by the changes and chances of this life may rest in your eternal changelessness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. See, friends, this is what God is calling us to as his people to rest in his eternal changelessness, the sure and solid foundation of Jesus Christ himself. This is the root, the foundation of our lives. When we are in Christ, brothers and sisters, we are a new creation rooted in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, built up on the foundation of his grace and mercy. Friends, my prayer for you and for me on this day is that when we are indeed wearied by the chances and changes of this life, we might more fully receive Christ into our hearts, rooted and built up on that foundation. And whether this is the first time we invite Christ into our hearts or whether we invited him in years and years ago, I pray that his Holy Spirit might come upon us in a new and powerful way to renew us and refresh us, to establish us and strengthen us, to do the gospel work that we are called to do as the church, building up his church for the work of ministry, rooted and built up, brothers and sisters, you and me, in Jesus Christ himself, and established firmly in the faith to walk in him and to fulfill his purposes for the church and for the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.